gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 40th episode of Jacobo Talk, and we got another special guest, Vadong. Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate you having me. Thank you, thank you. What's up, Vadong? How are you? Good, bro. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, for the people that are new to the show and don't know who you are, why don't you go ahead and introduce... I already introduced your name, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the show? Okay, yeah, so I'm Vidang Nyal, a.k.a. Vidu, like that's my nickname. Um, I'm a junior in college. Uh, I go to SMU, and I'm studying marketing, and yeah, some of my other hobbies is are I love basketball, um, I love, like, working out, I love, like, hanging out with my friends, and yeah, I'm a pretty chill guy, so thank you for having me, Jacob. Anytime, man. I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here. So, w- we got... A couple of topics that we are going to discuss and what we are going to talk about. Uh, the first thing is the NBA draft. You know, that just happened the other night. And then NBA free agency is right around the corner. You know, we got some big trades we got to discuss, uh, who could go well, the free agents. There's been a lot going on within the past couple of days, so we're going to discuss that here today on the show. But before we do, um, I haven't done an episode since... I want to say the um, conference semifinals mm-hmm. for the playoffs. So I want to wish you congratulations on the Golden State Warriors. Round of applause for the Golden State Warriors on winning another title. Steph Curry finally getting that finals MVP. Well deserved. So congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Congrats, congrats to the Warriors. But you're not going to repeat. Anyway, moving Next. on Next. from that. Moving on from that. Um, so let's get right into it. We are starting off with... The NBA Draft. Okay, so let's get right into it. We got some winners and we got some losers. Since you're the guest, I'm going to start off with you. Who would you say is the biggest winner and who would you say is the biggest loser of this draft? The biggest winner in my eyes are the Pistons. And I was already high on them because of last year's draft. They got Cade with the number one pick. Uh, And and then this year they got Jaden Ivey um, at five, which rumors were they were going to trade up to four just to get him. But it turned out they didn't need to do so because Sacramento being the trash, excuse my language, franchise they are, they got Keegan Murray at four, so the Pistons just got to get Jaden Ivey, and then they also got Jalen Duran from that trade that the Knicks did for God knows what reason. So I think adding those two really good young pieces, and then, of course, Kemba Walker, too. I mean, he might leave. He probably will leave. He, he's going to get a buyout with Detroit. He's going to get a buyout, right? Yeah, that's what... Yeah. But still, like, even just with Duran and Ivy in the draft, that's basically they got two lottery picks, and they gave up nothing. Um, they did give up Jeremy Grant to the Blazers, but that was part of, like, another deal. Um, so I think they're the biggest winner. And then the biggest losers, I think, when it comes to this year's draft in specific, I think have to be, as I mentioned before, the Knicks, because I don't know why they drafted Keegan Murray. They had a top five pick. But you said the Kings... Draft oh, sorry, the Kings more. Right, no, no. Um, I'd say the losers are the Knicks. I mean, the Kings are also losers, I guess, but not as big as the Knicks. They're, all, they're always going to be losers. Exactly. They always mess up. But yeah, um, I think the Knicks should have just stuck with their pick because that's what they're trying to do, right? Develop a good young team. So I don't know why trading them away. And I think the big reason they traded away the pick was so they can free up space for um, Jalen Brunson. 
Um, and I know I, I like Jalen Brunson, right? But I don't think that should be their biggest priority in the offseason. Like spending 100, 110 million on Jalen Brunson just because his dad's the assistant coach now, Rick Brunson. Um, I think the priority should have been like get as many picks as possible. But instead, they're adding new, no new young players to the roster. So it just doesn't make sense to me given the direction they were trying to go and what they did in the draft. So they're definitely the biggest losers. Well, I got a couple points. You kind of pitched on what I was going to say. First of all, I'm not going to knock on Keegan Murray yet because we haven't seen what he can do. So he might end up being good. We're, we're just going to have to wait and find out. So, But when it comes to drafting, the Kings are pretty bad. But we'll see how Keegan Murray turns out. Um, they also trade away Tyrese Halliburton, which I did not agree with. Like, yeah. trading away your young core for, like, a spot at the play-in. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't going to work out. Um, so, uh, I said... The, I have three winners here, and I'm going to talk about each and every one of them that have great potential for the future, and that could improve slightly this year, maybe get to at least 30 wins. And those teams are the Oklahoma City Thunder, the, the Detroit Pistons, and the Houston Rockets. You touched on the Detroit Pistons side of things. Mm-hmm. They were able to get, J- they didn't even have to trade up to get Jaden Ivey. Yeah. Well, that that's... That's an absolute steal. And they also got, uh, what, what's his name, Jalen Duran? Yeah. yeah, they got him from New York. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the Knicks, biggest losers. Facts. You said it. They were trying to clear up cap space. They were trying to. So they did good. So if their main goal is to clear up cap space, which they've been doing for years, mm-hmm. and it never works out. Exactly. But they're doing good because they got rid of Kemba Walker's mm-hmm. contract. The Heat, wait, the Heat. Was he still on that Boston Celtics contract? I I'm not sure. I think he would be because I I assumed the Knicks wouldn't just sign him to like a one two year deal for. I oh wait, he, no, he was because remember he got um traded to OKC in that Al Horford deal. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then he got bought out. So oh, yeah. okay, well that didn't work really because you're not cleaning up a whole bunch of money there. Exactly. But they're trying to clue up thirty millions in dollars and. $30 million in cash space. Mm-hmm. You signed Brunson or Kyrie. Not the... They, they had... They need, they need a... We have come to the conclusion that the Knicks are going to be the Knicks. And they should not be taking risks on free agents. Exactly. And we're going to get to the Brunson side of things later. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a risk. Uh-huh. But build up your young talent. If you want to trade, if you want to get rid of Kimba, sure. I mean, that that that's fine. That's fine, yeah. But it's just a big. You had Jalen Duran right there, who's yeah. a great player, but instead you decided to trade your pick away to clear up cap space that might not even turn out well in your favor. I don't know what the, that's. That just doesn't. I mean, you could have easily gotten Duran and tried to go out and snag one of those other free agents. Exactly. To me, that just. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, I got uh, two of us here. Uh, the OKC Thunder. Mm-hmm. Look, I think they got... They had a hell of a draft. Ch- Chet, you know, he may need, need to add a little bit more muscle to him. But if he if he gets to that level, I think he's going to be great for the NBA and the OKC Thunder. And they also got Jalen Williams, the forward from, forward from Arkansas. And they, they got another... Jalen Williams that's spelled differently. Two of those players 
are going to be really good for them. And the OK and the Houston Rockets, they didn't. They did really well. Yeah, right. They drafted Jabari Smith mm -hmm. with the third overall pick, who I think has really high upside. And you, I mean, they just had a. They had three first round picks, and they used those three first round picks to protect, to perfection. They got. They also got the Kentucky guard, um, Ty Johnson, Ty Washington Jr. And they also traded down. A couple like to get more picks, mm -hmm. so I feel like the overall, overall, the Rockets did really well. And those teams that I just mentioned, I can see them improving, maybe getting up to at least thirty wins, because mm -hmm. they're still young, right? It's still gonna take them some time. They can get up to at least thirty wins, but they won't be at the bottom anymore. Is yeah. what I'm calling. Agreed, agreed. I think Jabari Smith can really help that team, especially like the defense he brings. Because I think, honestly, he has potential to develop into, like, a Paul George-esque kind of skill set. But he's too raw for that right now offensively. But I think just... Is that his, is that his pro player comparison? I, Paul I mean, George. that's for me personally. That's what, like, based on what I saw him in, like, March Madness. Because I didn't see him much in the season. But what I saw in March Madness. And um, if he can, like, start handling the rock better. Because he's already, like, an elite shooter. And an elite defender. So I think... Hopefully he can develop into something like that alongside like what Houston already has and like Jalen Green, some young like scrappy um, fours and fives. Yep. Uh, Jalen, they got Jalen Green, they got Jalen Green and now Jabari Smith. And Josh Christopher, yeah, so they, they have a good young core definitely. And also... They really have... They, sorry, go on, no, no, go. I mean, they, they definitely have one of the top young cores in the league, like you said, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. I mean, they just got rid of Christian Wood, mm -hmm. so he's gone. Um, who, who are some of the other young prospects that they have? Like, uh, I mentioned Josh Christopher. They also have, um, what's the lefty's name? He's tough. Uh, uh, he's a little older. Kevin Porter Jr.? Kevin Porter Jr., yep. And they also have the, the, the sender, who's from, I think, Turkey. You know what I'm talking about? He's tall. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot his last yeah, name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's pretty good, too. He's He's been playing some good minutes for the Rockets. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with that. The Thunder and the Rockets, outside of the Pistons, definitely all top three winners for sure. Yeah, all top three winners. I, again, I I don't see them being at, the at least at the bottom anymore. But let me ask you a question. So... You know, I was kind of surprised because I, like, day before the draft, I expected Jabari Smith to be going to the Orlando Magic and turns out Paolo Brancho decided to be the number one pick for the Orlando Magic because I thought the worlds were going to be reversed. We all knew Chet was going to OKC, but I thought Paolo was going to be ending up going to Houston and Jabari was going to be the number one pick. Yeah. So, I mean, they're both great players, but were you kind of a little surprised by that? Oh, no, yeah, not really. Because I, I know Woj said the day before, right? And whenever Woj, or I said, I think early that same morning, he said a couple hours before the draft, he was like, oh, it's looking like one Jabari, two Chet, three Paolo. So I was definitely surprised when I heard Paolo got picked first because I'm like, Woj like, always spits facts. Like, what is going on? It's like... Is like opposite day today. I was like, what? Okay. Um, so yeah, when that happened, but honestly, I think the Magic made the right decision. I think Paolo is the better player just because 
he's proved. he's the most well-rounded player in the class. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and yeah, I think he, he has a really mature skill set for how young he is. And I think what differentiates him from Chet and Jabari is like his IQ, like his ability to make like really high-level reads and his like playmaking is like a lot better than the other two. I think Chet and Jabari might have more upside potentially just because. Like Jabari's like really athletic, so if he he's like raw, but if he gets like skills, he's gonna be like pretty deadly. And then Chet, as you were saying, if he adds muscle, but I think Paolo has proven himself the most definitely. So I think the Magic did the right thing. He kind of reminds me like the way he plays of like a young LeBron. Um, so I'm like excited to see uh, how he's gonna. Hi. Hi. Okay, so, you know, in my opinion, uh, in my opinion that um, Chet, you know, I was just talking about this with my buddy the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to add more mu- muscle, and this this happens in any other league you're in, whether it's football, hockey, soccer, uh, you, you name it, baseball. It requires muscle, and Chet, he kind of lacks that skill set. Yeah. Right, right now, because he doesn't have a whole lot of muscle, mm-hmm. and if if he doesn't gain that muscle, like, I I don't think he's gonna do. I mean, he definitely has high potential, but he just needs to get a little bit more muscle to add to his physique. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, like personally, I I'm not like too high on Ted. I I just I, I know like especially on defense. I think he's gonna be amazing like defense. Like I think Rudy Gobert esque defensive impact. But even like Rudy Gobert, people are like, is he really as good as people say he is, right? Um, so, but he's definitely more proven on the offensive end. But like Rudy Gobert, when he came into the league, was way stronger than Chet, right? So it's like, yeah, I, th- I think that point is of emphasis that his priority should be adding as much money, not money, sorry, muscle as possible. Because I think if he doesn't, he won't fan out to his potential. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, again, and Chet was also one of the overrated players coming into this year's class. Mm-hmm. But, you know, got to move past it. Yeah. And But that OKC definitely really has high potential, yeah. and I think they're going to succeed. Because, again, Sam Presti is one of the smartest GMs that in the league. So he knows what he's doing. Agreed. Yep. Alright, any final thoughts before we get into the fun stuff, the NBA free agency? Um, I wanted to shout out two other draft winners. I honestly think the Mavs did really good by getting Jaden Hardy. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I think Jaden Hardy, like, especially in high school, he was killing. And I watched some of his stuff with the G League Ignite roster that he played for, and I think he definitely has a lot of, like, upside. So I think the Mavs did good. And then another shout out, my personal top three player in the draft was Shaden Sharp. So seeing him go to the Blazers and try to learn from, like, Dame and Anthony Simon. Chauncey Billups. Exactly, and Chauncey Billups. I think he's going to, if he develops, he's going to be crazy good. So shout out to the Mavs and Blazers. Respect. Now, I want to ask you a question about Jaden Hardy because he was supposed to be, like, a top five. Wasn't he supposed to be, like, a lottery-type pick? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, coming out of high school, he was projected the number two. He was the number two ranked player yeah. in the class. Yeah. So, why did he... What, so, 
obviously the man's got a steal heel. Mm-hmm. If he was the number two player in the class, yeah, and he was supposed to be a lottery pick. So what happened? Did he just not have a good G League year? Yeah, I think he, like, he. I think like in terms of volume, he scored the ball pretty well. He had like sixteen to eighteen points a game almost. But I know his efficiency was like very lackluster. He his field goal percentage was bad both from the field and from three. Um, and then outside of scoring, he just doesn't add much value. He's not like a plus defender. He's not an elite playmaker. Um, so it kind of reminded me a bit of like a, a Jalen Green, but just not as good and not as athletic, right? Um, like yeah, Jalen Green killed him that usually. Yeah, exactly. No, Jalen, I, I'm saying like maybe the play style. So he plays a lot like Jalen Green, like very like explosive athlete, like um, one-on-one kind of ISO, like a, a really good like shot maker. But outside of that, he just did not. And, like, there were other better players on his roster, like Dyson Daniels, who went eight to the Pelicans. I think he was really, really good. And I think... Oh, yeah, that's another player that I really have high potential on. Yeah, and I think Dyson Daniels, like, really contributes to winning basketball. And I think he averaged, like, less points per game than Jaden Hardy. But it's just that, like, I I don't think the NBA saw, like, that... um, I don't think the NBA teams see, like, what can Jaden Hardy bring to our team that's going to help us win games. Because he adds scoring, right? But outside of that, I don't know what he adds. But he definitely has a lot of potential. So I think if he has, like, the right mentors around him in Dallas, he can develop into, like, an elite 2-3 guard for sure. I'm definitely very excited about the potential of Jaden Hardy. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I don't want to give up on Josh Green yet, but... You know, hopefully he can turn out better in his first couple of seasons than what Josh Green has had. Again, I don't want to give up on him because he's still a young player and he's yeah. still got really he's still got potential. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Mavs don't win now mode, so yeah, we don't know. And we're we're gonna transition into that right now. You gave your final take. We're gonna move on to NBA free agent agency. So, as you get, if if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock the past couple of days, everyone should know what's going on with. We're talking about Kyrie Irving again. Kyrie Irving again. Now, before we get into Kyrie Irving, I have a list of names that could potentially be moved this free agency, and we'll discuss them all. We got Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Jalen Brunson, Bradley Beal, PJ Tucker. Zach Levine, Jordan Poole, Colin Sexton, Kavon Looney, JaVale McGee, Mikhail Bridges, Kimba Walker is already on the move, Christian Wood already got moved, Mm. Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turner, John Collins, Ben Simmons maybe, Mm -hmm. that that one might surprise you, Ben Simmons, and Rudy Bill. So those are all the names, at least all of the names that I could see potentially getting moved this offseason. But we are going to start off with the big one. Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Now it was reported by Roach. That if they cannot come. If they cannot come to terms of a new deal. He would like a signing trade. To the list of the following teams. The Miami Heat. Dallas Mavericks. The Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Clippers. The New York Knicks. And there was another team in there. I forgot. I forgot the team. Help, help me out here. Well, do you remember like the team? It was like 
think Dallas. Um, was that it? Oh, the list of teams. Um, uh, Knicks, it was like the oh, Lakers. That's everyone. Yeah, it says Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavs, 70, oh, 76ers. 76ers, okay. So, the funny thing. Okay, I was trying to think of another team, but they were on it. So, those teams that he has on the list that he would want. Hold on, I sent I sent you this tweet. Let me look it up real quick. The list of teams that he would want to go to, if he could, if he couldn't work out a deal with Brooklyn, those teams don't do not have they have little interest the cap space to just go out and straight up s- sign him. Yep. So they would have to work out a sign and trade with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. And I I I sent you a tweet. Yep. And the tweet stated the following from Roge the the Clippers, the Lake the 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 Clippers, the Mavs and the seventy sixers are all out of interest for Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Miami is showing a little bit of interest, but the Los Angeles Lakers have the most interest in Kyrie and have the most likely shot to land Kyrie. So why all of a sudden does Kyrie want out of Brooklyn? Why, why, why now all of a sudden? Is it because he can't play all 82 games in Brooklyn? Because isn't it the same in Cal... If he would go to the Lakers, would it, would it be the same in California? He wouldn't be able to play any home games? That... Okay, would, would so... That be- I like I, I don't know why Kyrie wants to move right. I, I honestly think he's in a good situation. He has a first. Oh wait, hold on. Uh-huh. I'm sorry to interrupt. They, they, the Brooklyn changed. New York changed their mandate, so he could play 82 oh, games. Could, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, they changed at the end of last NBA season, I think. Yeah, like right before the playoffs. But that's I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's why he played in the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. Um, but no, honestly, I don't know. I don't know why Kyrie wants to move. Like, I've just come to terms with like that NBA players now have their own like will their own intentions right and it's like us as people who are outside the NBA bubble we can't just assume what their intentions are or assume why they want to get traded all we hear is that they want to get traded but we don't know the why we don't know the reasoning behind it um so the only thing I wanted to say is I just saw like that the negotiations between him and the Nets have become as Wode said used a word that's acrimonious. And I didn't even know what that meant. It just means angry and bitter. So if Woj is saying that Kyrie is becoming angry and bitter with the Nets, I just, yeah, I think it's pretty unlikely that he's going to stay. And me personally, I would love to see him on the Lakers, reunited with the GOAT, the King, a.k.a. LeBron James himself. Um, So I think they could work out a signing trade and then maybe, um, that it sounds crazy, but maybe Russ back to the Nets. But I don't know how likely that is. I don't know if the Nets want Russ. I don't know if Katie wants Russ. Katie might, like, go play in the EuroLeague if Russ comes back, honestly. <laughs> so I don't know about that. Uh, Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm sorry. I had to throw that out. <laughs> go ahead. But um, I was going to say, yeah, but I think like what you were mentioning, a sign-in trade with the Lakers is definitely possible. Um, Maybe the Lakers give up like Kendrick Nunn, who literally has like warmed up the Lakers bench for the past year doing absolutely nothing. And then maybe a couple future first or second round picks. Um, And then maybe some other pieces to get Kyrie. Um, So I think it is possible. And yeah, we'll just have to see. I don't know.
So I wish I had a booing sound effect when you said Kyrie going to the Lakers, but that's a different. That is what it is. Wait, why? Um, you why, know, why, why? Why are you like mad at the fact that Kyrie wants to go to the Lakers? Why? Why would I want Kyrie Irving on the Los Angeles Lakers? Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. That's amazing. Why, why would anyone want that? But but Lakers fans, explain that to me as a Mavs fan. Why would anyone want that? Um, I don't know. It just exactly. Cool. LeBron. You, you have no point. You have no reason. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Dang, I'm really triggering Maz fans today. That's crazy. Okay, my fault. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why Kyrie Irving would, in any reason whatsoever, want to leave Brooklyn. Maybe be- because um, Destin he said this a couple weeks ago when he was on the show or a month ago. Him and Nash, they don't really mesh well with each other as a head coach and mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about. If Nash needed to go, maybe that could be the reason. But you got you got Kevin Durant. Exactly. One of the greatest players of all time and one of the greatest players in the league today. Mm-hmm. You got Kevin Durant. I mean you got you got a good core around you. I, I Yeah, you got who can wait? Okay, you gotta go. I mean, you gotta go cool around you. But I, I still think they kind of messed up when they tried traded for James Harden and he left, mm-hmm. and then they traded for Ben Simmons. I first of all, I feel like Philly won that. Wait, no, I feel like Brooklyn won that deal. Uh, yep. I mean, I mean that. I mean they got good good pieces. And when when I first. Heard that they traded for Ben Simmons. I thought, oh, this is going to be fantastic for Brooklyn because not only did they get Ben Simmons, they got Seth Curry, and they got Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. So they, it's not like Kyrie Irving's playing with Scrubs. It's not like Kyrie Irving's playing with the Orlando Magic or the, the Detroit Pistons or the Sacramento Kings. He's playing on the championship level contending team. Yeah. So I don't know why all of a sudden Kyrie. Again, I don't know the reasons why behind this, and I'm I'm not going to make. Rumors. I'm not gonna make assumptions. That's not my job. But I feel like Kyrie Irving was in a good. I mean, was, sure, this isn't the this isn't the prime Kyrie Irving we saw when he was in Cleveland or even Boston, for the matter of the fact. This is definitely, in my opinion, the worst version of Kyrie because he hasn't. I can't remember the last time he played a full healthy season with no distractions. So. Maybe he's rookie year. Mm-hmm. I seriously don't know why, Kyrie. I I don't I don't get it. I felt like he was in a very good position, and the, and I I wouldn't have been surprised on Brooklyn's side of why they would want to get rid of Kyrie. I thought Kyrie Irving would be the type of person in this relationship that would have wanted to stay. I didn't think it was going to be the other way around. Because yeah. Kyrie said at the end of the press conference that he wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. I said this in the podcast with Destin that, you know, if it would have been Brooklyn that wouldn't have been willing to give him that full max offer. Because I think he was eligible. He was eligible for a big payday, right? Yeah. And Brooklyn, what I heard is they, want, they, they didn't even want to give him a max because... You can't trust them. They want to do like a one-year deal with him to see like if he can actually like 
you know, fix up his issues that he's ha has all, all, off the court, right? Yeah. And apparently, Kyrie Irving does not want that. He wants the max, mm -hmm. but it's kind of it's kind of weird because he's because the Lakers obviously don't have that money, yeah. and he's willing to take thirty million dollars less than what Brooklyn is willing to offer him to go join up on the Lakers, which is kind of which is kind of strange because he doesn't want to do the one year deal with Brooklyn. But he's willing to take $30 million less to go play for the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just what happens when you're the king. You just attract Kyrie Irving for, like, $30 million less because you're that good. But that's the decision. I, I, um, but I was going to say, I think a reason maybe why Kyrie wants to leave is just because the, the loss they had this year in the playoffs, honestly, is really disheartening. Losing 4-0 <laughs> to a young team that you were a part of especially – that just kind of that would make me rethink my whole career, you know, like and no, and no slap against Boston. Hell, they made it all the way to the NBA Finals. Yeah, they took yeah. the Warriors for six games. No so it's not like they lost the chumps, mm -hmm. but we expected them to put up a better, better fight than what they did. We didn't exactly. expect them to get swept. Swept exactly. I I think that's definitely like a stain on both Kyrie and Katie's legacy. So maybe Kyrie just wants a fresh start. Or, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we're just running on. Like what we've heard, or it's all assumptions. We haven't heard from Kyrie himself why he doesn't want to stay with the Nets. So, yeah, it's all speculation, but I don't know. I mean, I want to see him go to the Lakers, but if he leaves the Nets and KD has less of a chance of winning, that's cool too. I don't really care. <laughs> I'd rather... <laughs> so, I would rather um, Kyrie not go to the Lakers, and if he were to go anywhere, stay in. The Eastern Conference. He can, if he goes to the Lakers, I might punch you through this game, through this computer. But you know, Kevin. So we were talking about trade scenarios with what the Lakers. Oh, but before we get into that, I want to stay out my point. This is obviously not going to happen now because well, she said the demands are out. You know it. I'm going to give my point of view of this. If Let's say if the, some scenario the Mavs wanted Kyrie and they were to get him. Mm -hmm. A, I wouldn't pay him top money. Yeah. Uh, not right now. We all know. We all, Look, I'm not knocking Kyrie. We all know the elite ball player that he can be. He's one of the best in the league when he's healthy and when he doesn't have any off-court drama. Yeah. We all know that he's one of the top point guards in the league and we all know he's a top player. But right now, you can't trust him. So if I were the Mavs, I wouldn't give him top money. I, I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of saying that this is his team. Because it wouldn't be. And if I'm being honest, I would have. this might sound crazy to you. But I would have rather have Brunson on the Mavs than Kyrie because of the system. He's already, he's already, Brunson's already inclined to it. Mm -hmm. I believe he's a better fit with Luka. And Brunson doesn't miss games. I, he hasn't had a significant injury. He doesn't have any off-court drama. So Brunson would have been a better piece for the Mavs than Kyrie Irving would have been. But that's not going to happen now. If you would ask me my thoughts on that, those are my thoughts. If, Ky if Kyrie were to come on a short-term deal or, like, a, a very less payday, then mm -hmm. sure, come yeah. come on board. But I wouldn't pay him big time. No. I wouldn't pay him big time money. 
become strong. I agree. I, I think Brunson's a really good fit with the Mavs, <laughs> and I think the Mavs should do everything they can to retain him. That I, I completely agree with your point, yeah. So we're, we're going to talk about Brunson in a bit, but we're going to stay on the Kyrie Irving topic real quick before we move on. So Kyrie Irving, so if you're the, so if you're Rob Palenka in the GM, okay, I'm going to, okay. So if you're Rob Palenka in the Los Angeles Lakers GM, we, we've, I've been trying to figure out some trade scenarios of what the Lakers can give up to get, to get Kyrie Irving in the side and trade. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook obviously has to be at peace yep. in that deal. But do, do, the, do the Nets really want Westbrook? <laughs> I mean, again, but Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons, they're, they're great players. But them as a, together as a team, I, I don't know if KD would like that. And again, not knocking off Westbrook. We all know the player he is. Ben Simmons, yeah, the, the the shooting wasn't mesh. Let, let's just say that. Yeah, I and the, and they played the two exact same positions. You said Kendrick Nunn. I just don't know what pieces the Lakers would have. I mean, they've got these role players that don't do anything. So what would Brooklyn want that the Lakers have? Yeah, that's is my I- question. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think the only way that's possible is there's going to have to be like a three-way deal, right? So maybe send Russ to, um, I don't know. That's the only way I see this working, yeah. if they get a third team involved. Because exactly. I don't see a, a straight-up Lakers and Nets trade working. Because the Bro- Brooklyn, as far as I'm concerned, Brooklyn, if I'm the Brooklyn, if I'm Sean Marks and the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, I see nothing that the Lakers add. Mm-hmm. That can make my team better if I were to give up Kyrie. So uh, third team would definitely have to be involved. Agreed. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I think maybe um, trading uh, Russell Westbrook to like a really young, uh, a really young team, uh, like the Kings or the Pistons, where he can kind of guide these up and coming guards like Ivy Cunningham or even Fox. And try to reboot his yeah, career, maybe. Exactly. Like, kind of how Chris Paul did, right, with, like, the OKC Thunder and, like, the Suns. I think that's possible. And then I think another possibility, I was thinking about, like, a contending team that doesn't have an elite point guard, right? Like, what if Russ goes to the Celtics with Tatum and Brown and then Smart comes to the Nets and then the Lakers? That could be. That could be. So, you would get the... So you would get the boss. You know, I like that Russ fit in Boston. I yeah. think that they they could end up with. You know, I like that. So a three-team trade involving the Nets, the Celtics, and the Lakers. Yep. So the I mean, it, it wouldn't be one for one for one, but it basically be Kyrie to the Lakers, um, Smart to the Nets, and then Russ to the Celtics. And I think, I think honestly, for all three teams, that's a good fit. I think Smart makes the Nets a lot better on defense. He's a good fit. He doesn't need the ball too much, so um, Simmons and KD can handle the rock. Um, Lakers with uh, LeBron and Kyrie, that's like nothing else needs to be said. Um, and then for the Celtics, you're adding Russ, another high-motor, high-energy person alongside like an elite defense, right? I think that's, I think that's possible, but... I don't know if Boston is. I feel like the. Yeah. I feel like the Nets are gonna want. I mean, Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna take more than Marcus Smart yeah. to get the Nets. Exactly. To be no, well, 
Yeah, agree. So again, I don't know. I mean, is Carmelo Anthony still with the Lakers or did he leave? No, he's with the Lakers, but I don't think anyone wants him either, honestly. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna be, have to be okay, like a couple but, of picks or a couple of young players alongside um, Marcus Smart. Yeah. But who did the Lakers? Who? What? I don't. Robert know. Williams. Robert Williams. Oh, they're not gonna give up. If they, if they would, what's up? I don't think they'll give up Robert Williams, the Celtics. Um, no, no, no. They, they won't. They, they'd be fools if they did. Mm-hmm. But Robert, if I feel like the Nets will be a little bit more intrigued, maybe if like a Grant Williams or Robert Williams or would be thrown in the deal, and maybe like a first round pick. If they if they were to throw that in there, yeah, I feel like they would be a little bit more intrigued. But again, I don't think so because why would you trade? I mean, this uh, Robert Williams had like what seven or eight blocks in that final game in the NBA Finals, and he was playing with an injury, mm-hmm. so. We see what he could do with an injury. Just imagine a full, healthy Robert Williams. I don't think you give that up for a Russell Westbrook who's on the decline of his career. Agreed. Agreed. So, but you said maybe if they would, if they would throw one of those two pieces in, that that might intrigue him a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. If the Lakers, if Kyrie Irving really wants to go to the Lakers, there's going to have to be a third team involved. And I just don't know. But Russell Westbrook does seem like a good fit for Boston, but I don't know if Boston's going to be that third team. True. Maybe, maybe, I've been, maybe, okay, hear me out on this. Maybe, like, so you said a young team that Russ can go to Mm -hmm. That he can elevate, kind of like what Chris Paul did with OKC and Phoenix. Yeah. What if he went to Cleveland, he reunited with Kevin Love from UCLA, you would give Colin Sexton away because he apparently doesn't want to be there anymore. You know, they they got Darius Garland, uh, Evan Mobley, really good young pieces. And Russ, I feel like, could elevate Darius Garland a lot. So, I feel like Cleveland, they would be a good, if Russ were to go there for one year, he, I feel like he can elevate Cleveland, and I feel like they can make the playoffs. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, I, I hadn't thought of that. That is a good point, because Darius Garland can play off the ball, um, and he can yeah. be a shooter. But, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Darius Garland plays his, I'm, I'm big on Darius Garland, right? And I want him, I, I think he's going to be a really, really good point guard. Um, but Darius Garland, like, Cleveland plays its best basketball when Darius Garland has the ball in his hands. Um, and he's, like, an elite playmaker already. Like, I think his passing, like, I don't know, there was some type of metric, and they were showing him already as a top 10 playmaker in the league, which is saying something considering all the elite talent you have. So I, I'm really big on Garland. So I just think Russ, in that situation, I definitely think he could elevate the team. He would just have to – he would have to um, cut back on his ego, and he'd have to be, like, an off-ball cutter – right, or like an energy defense guy, and I don't know if Russ is willing to do that, right, like same with how Melo, um, at the beginning stages of his decline, he wasn't willing to be a six- He wasn't willing to come off the bench with OKC. Exactly. OKC wanted him to come off the bench, but he said no, so they forced him into his starting lineup, exactly. and that didn't really work out. I, so I think- and another team, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, yeah, I, I just want. I agree. Like, I think Russ is gonna have to deal with similar kind of 
situations, right, where, oh, maybe the coach is like, can you come off the bench? And I think Russ is going to have to be able to take those well if he goes to a young team like that because, yeah. Another team that I could see going into this, and I've been hearing a lot of rumors that they could actually, even without Kyrie being a part of this deal, they could just go after Russ in general. The Charlotte Hornets, they got a really young team, and MJ, Michael Jordan, is really close to Westbrook. Mm -hmm. And I can see, that's another team that I can see Westbrook going and and elevating. You know, LaMelo Ball, Ball, I can see him learning from Russ, and they got um, James Book, they got James Book Knight. Um, They still got to re-sign Miles Bridges. Mm -hmm. Um, They could give up, like the, I've been I've been hearing that the like the Hornets are willing to give up like a go, like Golden Haywood. Actually, I think I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. I I've seen a report that uh, the like the Lakers offered like was for Golden like straight up. I that, I could be wrong. Just straight up, and the Hornets declined it. I think, but I don't. I, haven't I seen, think I haven't seen. It. I feel like I saw it somewhere. It could have been a different team. I don't know. But oh no, it was it was the Pacers. It was the Pacers. They offered him to the Pacers for like Brog. They offered him Westbrook for Brogdon and like a couple picks, and Indiana declined it. But I can see Charlotte maybe giving up like Golden Haywood to get a Russell Westbrook. Yeah, and I think that helped both teams honestly. Exactly. So, moving on. Kyrie. So, we're done with the Kyrie. Kevin Durant. If you're Kevin Durant, do you stay? If Kyrie Irving decides to leave, depending on what they get, do you stay in Brooklyn? Because he, he said he doesn't know if he will request the trade yet. Mm-hmm. But what are some possible teams for Kevin Durant if he would decide, if he did decide to leave the Brooklyn Nets? Okay. I honestly haven't thought that far ahead, but what I did hear was yesterday on a podcast, he said he's um, open to rejoining the Warriors, which is insane. That would be... Yeah, I think that... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like that was going to happen. Of course, they win the championship. Why wouldn't he want to rejoin the Warriors? I mean, if he were to go back to the Warriors, that would be the that's so yeah desperate i wouldn't even that's so desperate yeah i wouldn't even know what to say at that point but i think some potential teams i'm trying to think like some fringe playoff teams i I think best case he should go to like um like teams on either conference that are between like the six and nine range seating wise i think that's the best thing he can do for his legacy kind of similar how to lebron right lebron with the Cavs, he went to the heat that he were like a six seed the year before, and he goes there and he elevates them to championship potential. I think if KD does a similar thing, that'd be really good for his legacy. It'd look really good. So, so we're looking at teams like the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls, maybe the uh, Bulls, the Cavs. That's what I'm thinking. East. Like, um, I don't. And for some reason, I don't see that fit for the Cat. Maybe uh, not the Hawks. Um. And then on the West, maybe the Pelicans, the Spurs. Honestly, the Spurs would be kind of crazy. It'd be like that Kawhi. The Spurs would be good. Yeah, they already have DeJounte, uh, Keldon Johnson. So adding an elite forward with that system might be tough. 
I like the Nuggets. I like the Nuggets. They can maybe go out get a play for Kevin Durant yeah, with the duo of Jokic and Durant. Yeah, but I, I like think, that. I think but, they already have Murray and Jokic and Porter um, Jr. under contract, and those are literally three max contracts. So I don't know if they can afford KD. They'd have to trade away someone, you know. Yeah. They'll have to trade one of those two players. Yep. Like, wait, did Michael Porter already sign the max extension? Like, yeah, yeah, like last September, I think. So he's he's he signed like a huge deal. I can look it up actually. I think it was a long. His contract was pretty crazy. Yeah, one hundred and seventy-two million for five years. So one hundred and seven. I'm looking this up too. Yeah, it's like thirty something million. Yeah. You see it? Yeah. 172 That's million. Crazy. So That's they would definitely have to give up one of the, the two players. Yeah. So if the Nets. But I don't know. Honestly. You know, we don't know too much information yeah. about what's going on. So we can't real. I can't really think of any teams that would be in the mix of Kevin Durant. Because Ky- Kyrie's easy, right? Because yeah. we all kind of know. That he wants to leave, yeah. so we can start brainstorming teams. But like Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of like first of all, if he's if he goes to the Warriors, I'm just gonna laugh and I'm I won't even be pissed. I would just laugh. I just stop watching because I would. Be, yeah. I would stop watching basketball. Like that would just be. I I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not. Gonna um, you know, it's kind of too early to predict the Kevin Durant saga right now because we yeah. exactly don't know mm-hmm. what he's going to do yet. Yep. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, but final thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know why Ky- Kyrie Irving would want to leave. I-, I felt like he was in a good position. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't like the culture there. I know. I mean, he's in his hometown. So... No, it is what, I mean, as long as he doesn't go to the Lakers, we, I'll, I'll be okay with anywhere he, if, if he wants, if he wants to go back to Cleveland, go back to Cleveland, if you want to go back to Boston, go back to Boston, just don't go to the Lakers, Kyrie, if you're watching this podcast right now, do not go to the Lakers, yeah. or Luca will have a problem with that, okay, but that's besides the point, moving on, so we discussed the Knicks, Clearing up cap space to go out and potentially getting a Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. or Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. First of all, again, I love Jalen Brunson. He uh, he has an all-star type. He's an all-star type player, in my opinion, especially the way that he played in the playoffs. Oh, I'm being I'm being, I'm being serious. I don't you know. Don't th- I'm being serious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about With the way he played in the playoffs. The way he played in the playoffs. You're telling me that he's not. But I don't think he can sustain okay. that for 82 games. I think it's like how T.J. Warren played in the bubble, right? In the bubble, yeah, he was, that's true. He was a good player, yeah. So I feel like we can't just judge someone's uh, value to a team based on, like, what, 16, no, like a 20, 25-game sample set. I think, I mean, he definitely did play really good the whole season too, right? But that... Yeah, he put up, like... 20, I think he put up like 20 or something. Yeah, he put but, up good numbers. Yeah, I mean, but see, like 20 a game, is that an all-star now? So if you average 20 a game, you're an all-star? Darius Garland averaged 
19, and he but made it. Chris Garland also averaged like almost 10 assists a game, and he was the best player on that team. Without them, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Luka was the best player on the Mavs, and the only reason they were in the playoffs is because of Luka, not because of Jalen Brunson, right? So, okay, well, but, but here, here's another thing. Look what Brunson did. You, you, you forget one thing. Look what Luka was out that first couple of games in Utah, and everyone thought we were going to get swept Agreed. because Luka was out. Look what Brunson did. He, first of all, he, he was able, he was out, Luca was out the first three games. Mm-hmm. He was able, Brunson in, in, the, in that three games fan, he was able to win two out of the three games. And everyone expected us to lose all three of those games. Yeah. Because no, no that, one thought we had a chance. That I agree with. Brunson did play really, really good those first three games. It was like, that was definitely all-star level. But again, that sample size it's so small, right? Like, can you really replicate those type of performances year in and year out? I'm not. I'm not sold on him completely, but I definitely think he's like capable enough of averaging. I, I think he can be a starting point guard for a championship team. I agree. I agree. I've, I, so like again, the net. Uh, hold on, I'm looking up Jalen Brunson's stats real quick yeah. before we move on. Um. Again, I agree with this point right here. Okay, so he averaged, okay, 16, 3, and 4. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that again, that's not enough. But the way he played in the playoffs, I feel like I can put, he can get better, you know? Especially, he's going to get a payday regardless of where he goes. I agree, I agree. What the Knicks are doing, I don't necessarily agree with. Because I don't believe... Brunson, and again, and I love Brunson, a hell of a player. But are they really gonna make Jalen if they were to go out the next war to go out and snag Brunson? Are they really gonna make him the number one star in New York? Exactly. Yeah, I just, I just and don't. Plus, and plus, the Mavs have like they can offer him way more money than the next can because the Knicks are. Reportedly, they're willing to offer four years, a hundred million dollars to Jalen Brunson. The Mavs can offer five years, a hundred seventy-five million to Brunson. Yep. So that the Mavs can offer him way more. And apparently, I heard a report that the Mavs and Brunson that was a done deal. Apparently, he told like his agents and like other teams that it was a done deal. Is what I heard. But it, also, Mark Stein and Tim McMahon were like. If he was to leave the Mavs, the next would be the most serious threat to get him away from Dallas. But I, the Knicks are taking a huge risk. Yeah. They should have gone, gone ahead and drafted Jalen Duran. They're taking a huge risk. If they miss out on Brunson or yeah. Kyrie, it's going to be another huge disappointment. Agreed. They're trying to clue up. They're also trying to move... Um, <laughs> Todd Gibson and maybe, maybe even Julius Randle, just to get Brunson. Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I I don't know either. And I saw apparently like Julius Randle was at a Mavs game, right? Am I wrong? Um, he was at like a. No, he was at. Yeah. Was it him or Buddy Hill? No, I think I think no Randall and I think one or two other players from the Knicks were at um, Mavs Phoenix game. I think as if they're trying to recruit Brunson. So I think this has been in the works for a while. And like what I mentioned before, Rick Brunson becoming a Knicks assistant coach. Um, so that definitely that's definitely a little exactly at seasoning. 
to the flavor right now. But I, I honestly think Brunson is the best when he's a secondary star, right? Like, I just don't... Like, do you see Brunson being the best player on a championship team ever? No, right? No. Exactly. So why... Get, I don't. Exactly. So I don't know why the Knicks are if so eager to go after him. It just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like he's like a... Secondary star, yeah. Tertiary. Like, like the 2011 championship team with the Mavs. Um... Well, you know, Luca is obviously the duck, mm-hmm. and you can put Brunson with like a, like a Jason Terry exactly. type type player, mm-hmm. like because you know Jay, you weren't gonna, you weren't gonna put Jason Terry on and expect him to be the number one player on the championship team like that just wasn't gonna work. Jalen Brunson is definitely a piece Actually, that can help you win the championship. He's definitely a piece, yeah. but he's not a number one guy. Exactly. He fit, thing is he just fits so well with Luca, yeah. and for and but if I'm Brunson, am I thinking okay? So I got Luca Doncic here, arguably the best player in basketball, mm-hmm. and we just went to the Western Conference Finals. Do I want to play with an All NBA type player with Luca Doncic and make more money, mm-hmm. or do I want to go to the Knicks? And be a number one guy, and might not even make the playoffs. So you gotta ask Brunson that. Yeah. And if the reason is being just because Rick Brunson is the heck is the an assistant coach, mm-hmm. then you gotta do better than that. I mean, yeah, agreed. That's like Austin Rivers joining whatever team Doc Rivers is on every year. That can't be your only excuse. Yeah. You 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 know a report like Austin River the Seventy Sixers. Wanted to sign Austin Rivers as a bench piece, but mm-hmm. apparently Doc Rivers didn't want that because, like, how everything happened in LA, it like because everyone thought like Doc Rivers was favoring his son over the other players. Mm-hmm. That's why like Chris Paul kind of got frustrated and all of that, yeah. and yeah. he he didn't want that anymore. He didn't want that same vibe and energy. That's good. So. But he also had Seth Curry, his father-in-law, his <laughs> son-in-law on the team. So, but he then he got traded to Brooklyn. So, I, again, also another thing, like if he wanted to go to New York, how is that going to sit well with, I mean, they're obviously going to be fine, but like, would Rick Brunson kind of favor Jalen Brunson more than the other guys, like players like R.J. Barrett, like R.J. Barrett, Julius, Julius Randle, D Rose, yeah. you know, so mm, I, I just don't, I just don't see the point of leaving Dallas, who just, who just proved that they can be a championship team, to go to the Knicks. Agreed. I just don't see how that would work. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, but again, it's Brunson's decision. He, mm-hmm. He's a grown, he's a grown man. Grown. He can do what he wants. He, he can do what he wants. But I just don't. I just see no purpose and no value of him going to the Knicks. Same. If he were to go to a team, maybe like Boston, or may, maybe like Boston or Miami, or like Boston or Miami, or if he were to go to like the Nuggets, you know, mm-hmm. that might be that might make a little bit more sense. But the Knicks, I just don't see any sense in that whatsoever. I or maybe the maybe the Bulls. I, I I can even see the Bulls. That 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 will make sense. But the Knicks just make no sense at all. So that 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I expect that I expect him to be signed because 
I, I just don't see. See what any sense of him going to the Knicks makes. I think it's mo- mostly like the what's enticing about New York is definitely like the market, right? It's like his name's gonna he's gonna be even more popular than he has. It's, yeah, but is that, is that it? That I, the market? I I mean I I guess right. It's like and you're playing in the mecca. You're playing in like the greatest stage on earth, and it's like a it's like it's, it's like glorious, right? Like playing in New York and like being a part one of, of the most famous arenas. Yeah, exactly. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So, but to, if I if I'm for, for, forget the market, it's like let's say if I'm okay. Let's take the Orlando Magic for example. They are nowhere near top market, right? But they're a really good team, and the Lakers aren't. It's just a scenario. So if I'm playing really well in the ma- Magic or a championship team, mm-hmm. am I willing to go to the lo- Lakers? The Lakers? No. I just spit all over my mic. Oh my god. But no, I- I'm staying with the Magic. Forget, forget the um All Star. Forget, forget the market. I want to win the championship. Yeah. So, but I, I get what you, the market that that is a play. But yeah. for me personally, I could care less about the market. But yeah, I mean, okay, for me, I think of it like this, right? Say I'm playing pickup basketball, Jacob, right? And I'm playing with a lot of good players, right? And say it's a player better than me, and we win a bunch of games, right? Maybe we don't win the whole tournament, but we win a bunch of games, right? And especially me, say I'm Jalen Brunson. Say I, I say I played really well during that whole tournament, and we went really far, right? So like say the next year at that tournament would I not want to test myself and make my own team and be like let's see how far I can go with me being the best player versus me being a secondary player. So I think that ego, I mean me personally, I would do the same thing you're saying, right? I would stay with that team that got me so far to the tournament cuz I want to win the tournament. That's my ultimate goal. But I think that's us looking at winning as the ultimate prize. What if for Jalen Brunson winning isn't the ultimate prize? What if his ultimate prize is seeing how many points he can put up, uh, seeing how far he can go with him being the centerpiece of a team. So I think it, it has a lot to do with what the player values too. And like I think we just like to assume that NBA players value NBA championships, but a lot of the time that's not the case. I think like Kyrie, I don't think he values NBA championships. That's not, that's not his main goal as an NBA player. Otherwise, why would he have left LeBron, right, in 2017? Um, so I think it has a lot to do with what a player values, but I, I agree. Like if I were Jalen Brunson, I'd stay with the Mavs. I I do agree. I do agree with you on that point because you know we don't know what players are thinking now. Mm-hmm. They there are some players that don't va- tra- value the market and money more than championships. Exactly. But we saw what happened. With, but players are looking at not saying that Brunson can't do it, but we saw a play. That whole situation with Kyrie in Boston, like he wanted to leave to go be his own star. He wanted to be the leader of this team. But that clearly didn't work. So players are looking at that and they're like, you know, I might just be better off playing alongside like a LeBron or a Luka or an an Anthony Davis or Jokic, you know? So. That I agree. I just. I, I. I. Again, you know. You you are right. I mean, championships isn't everything to a player, mm-hmm. especially especially um, like two players like you said, like Harry, because he already won a championship. So exactly. exactly. So I don't know. It's it's oh, oh, yes. 
So, like, and for example, it, this is another example. Uh, if you were to say Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole is an upcoming free agent. Would he leave to, to a, like, a very bad team, or would he want to play alongside Steph Curry and Clay Thompson to compete for another championship? you got to look at that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, San Francisco, you know, it's not the prettiest market, yeah. but it isn't a bad market, you yeah. know? So... That's another. That's another example right there, Jordan Poole. Yep. Like, and I just don't think. I just don't see players like. I I just don't think players should be doing that anymore. I, I will, after what we saw with Kyrie. I don't think. Same. I in my opinion, players. I'm not gonna tell players what to do, but this is my opinion. Players sh- should ring hunt. Go win a championship with the team that you stick with. Agreed. I don't, I don't, I don't like them moving to a bigger market. I agree. I agree. Um, James Harden, he's probably gonna stay with Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, we we saw a report that like after the playoffs that he wanted Doc Rivers gone, and he wasn't necessarily gonna be the number one guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Which we clearly saw in the playoffs, but I expect Harden to pick up his player option, his forty-seven point four million dollar player option, because he would be a four if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect him to stay. Same. DeAndre Ayton. So, as you may know, that mm-hmm. my Dallas Mavericks, we beat the Phoenix game. We beat the Phoenix Suns in seven games. Again, round of applause. Round of applause. However, we did not win the championship, so that's irrelevant. But moving on from that, um, the Suns had some major question marks going into this free agency because everyone thought that they were going to be in the finals, and they clearly did not. So this team clearly... Clearly, that they have right now is not a championship team. They cannot run it back, so they obviously got some piece moves to make. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton is very interesting because he's a free agent, and DeAndre Ayton, that apparently is rumored that the Suns don't want to offer him big time money after his performance in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Pistons are very on the move to go out and make a move for DeAndre Ayton. Which, and DeAndre Ayton has liked the idea of playing with a Cade Cunningham, a Jaden Ivey, and that would be, the Pistons, if the Pistons were to get DeAndre Ayton, they might be a play-in team tournament. I think too, I think so too, yeah. I think that's a nice fit. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree, I think, and I think the, I think the Suns are right that they shouldn't offer Ayton as much money as he wants because he did have a really disappointing playoffs. I mean, he's he's definitely like a proven talent, right? He's like almost at that all star level I'd say, but I just don't see how he can I, I just don't think his ceiling is like absurdly high, right? He he's never handled the ball really on the floor. He's he's more of a post up, um, back to the basket type of player offensively. Um he hasn't been proven to shoot like a lot of threes. I don't know if he's going to add that to his game. And then he is developing on defense a little bit, um, actually a good amount. But I don't know if he's ever going to be, like, an elite, elite shot blocker. So I think DeAndre Ayton, like, like the the level he played at last year and this year, like, 
he's not going to get a lot better from this. So maybe that's why they're hesitant to offer him a max. Um, so I think moving him to the Pistons. And is- I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, that I, again, I said this. I think the Pistons will probably be the best fit for DeAndre. Yeah, you know, maybe the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, that would be a really good fit as well. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I agree. I don't. I would understand why the Suns might be a little bit hesitant mm-hmm. to offer him a max deal, especially after his performance in the playoffs. Look, we all know he's a good player, but he can obviously get better, right? Um, I do think the Suns can't just let him walk away for nothing. They need to get pieces back, yeah. obviously. Yep. So, I do feel like the Suns shouldn't just get rid of him just like that, just, like, throw him away like yesterday's news. Like, if you were to, like, if you don't think DeAndre Ayton is the piece you need for a championship, then you can't just let him walk away for nothing because DeAndre Ayton is definitely a good piece that can help you win a championship. Yeah. So they would obviously need to get something in return. And maybe if... I feel like the Suns should try to keep DeAndre Ayton because yeah, he's still a good player and you can work, work out. But yeah. I think he wants that max deal, and I don't think the Suns are willing to give him that. Yeah. No, I agree. I, th- I, th- I definitely think Ayton's a championship piece. Like He's proven that. He's been to the NBA Finals. He had a really good playoff run last year. So, But, um, yeah, I think just the way he performed in this year's playoffs, it's just a bad look for him going into him having a contract extension, right? So I think it's it's a realistic expectation. It's a realistic ask from the Suns to not have to pay DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden, like, boatloads of money. Um, I, I think they should still offer him a good contract, like a worthy contract. But, yeah, I don't think the max is worth it either. But they should definitely try to keep him because he is a really good player. Okay, um, I gotta ask you this. Mm-hmm. I already know Hamza's. T- I already know Hamza's take on this. Uh, the Christian Wood deal, sending Christian Wood to the Mavs for Boban, Trey Book, Marquise Chris, and Sterling Brown in a late first round pick. That the Mavs in the Mavs got Christian Wood. Um, I for, as a Mavs fan, I already know Hamza's take. Apparently he hates Christian Wood all of a sudden now that he got traded because right. I never heard this hate. I never heard this hate from during the season, but during this you know, all joking aside, during this season, Christian Wood has. Sorry, go, go ahead. Okay, no, I was just about to roast him because during the season he's like Christian Wood is Hakeem Olajuwon, and now what happened? Now he's all of a sudden like Mo Bamba, like what? What these double standards? I, I just don't understand. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Okay. So Christian Wood, he had a game. So like, look, Christian Wood ain't a scrub. Nah, he's. Tough. I mean, he 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 had like a game this year where he put up thirty nine and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Sure, his defense isn't the greatest. I mean, I agree with Hamza on this take that his defense isn't the best. Yeah, and his defense can definitely be so, like better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But let me just say this, it's, it's, it's better than what we have right now at Big. True. You cannot, D- Dwight Powell can't be the starting center anymore. Yeah. And this is definitely an upgrade at that position. Like, and Luca, fin- Luca, he, what he needed the most is a big man that can, like, 
shoot the ball and get rebounds. The biggest struggle was rebounds in that Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And throughout the whole playoffs. I, I guarantee you, if we won, if we won like, there were a couple, you watched some of the series. There were, yeah, I was there were a couple games. Yeah, I was out. Oh, yeah, you were at game three. There were a couple games. If it wasn't for rebounds, we could have won like two or three games. Yep. Steph, if it wasn't I, like game two. Yeah. Like game, like game two. Yeah, exactly. We like, we almost, we would have won the game yep. if we just would have gotten our offense and defensive rebounds. Like we could have won at least two or three games if it was for rebounds. And Christian Wood adds that. Agreed. But go, go ahead yeah, about your Steph comment. Yeah, Steph had more rebounds than, uh, I think. Powell, who's the other Mavs big man that they played besides Powell? I don't know. Cleveland? I think, yeah, Steph had more rebounds. Are you talking about Cleveland? I, I think, yeah. I think Steph had more rebounds than Powell and Cleveland. And I think Christian Wood is basically, hopefully, he's what we we were looking for when we got KP, right? A big man that can shoot and rebound. Because um, Kristaps came in, a.k.a. the unicorn, and he started playing like My Little Pony. So, I mean, I don't think Christian Wood's going to be that bad. So, hopefully, it'll be a good fit. Yeah. I think the main... I think the main issue with Porzingis was a, again he's a great he's a good player. He might we he definitely wasn't the player that we expected him to be in Dallas. I don't think when he's he a came good, from New York. I don't think he's a good player. I I don't think he's a good player. Honestly, I don't think he's just. He's like garbage. I don't I don't think I don't. I'm trying to keep a straight face. I hate you. I don't think he's a player that can be on a championship level team. Let's just say that. Yeah, he should just go back to Latvia and like start boxing people, like and like fucking. Get you have your own opinions on that, but all jo- all joking aside, Christian Wood, we definitely needed rebounding and scoring. The main key was rebounding, and Christian Wood again he had the game with thirty nine sixteen, so he definitely adds that that defense can be better. Yep. We can definitely work. I mean, J- Jason Kidd, you you saw how he improved the Mavs defense from the 2021 season to this season. We were like at the bottom at the at like before Jason Kidd came in, and now we were like a top five defense with him. Exactly. So I believe he can definitely improve on that. I agree, hundred percent. So I like the Christian Wood. I like the Christian Wood deal. Yeah, me too. And I like the Christian Wood deal for us. I think he's gonna. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it. And plus, we didn't even give up a whole lot, like a light first round pick. Well, what is that? What is that going to do? And, and we still got Jaden Hardy, who is potentially a lottery type player. Yeah. So it it was a really good trade for both sides because the Rockets are rebuilding. They need to shed some contracts off. Yeah. They still need to get rid of John Wall. I don't know what they're doing with that. And again, I know it's not that easy to just shed that type of contract. Yeah. Man. They they gotta do something with that. Um. The Indiana Pacers are looking to rebuild completely, like restart from scratch, mm-hmm. completely. Um, they view Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton as one of the main pieces of the rebuild. And with yeah. Carlo, we all know he's a championship coach. We know he, he can do a great job with that team. But they want to start from the bottom. So yeah. they're looking to trade away Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. And I have a little game that we're going to play towards the end. Okay. But... I have a little game we're going to play towards the end. But they're looking to trade, get rid of Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens there. 
Yep. John Collins is apparently done with the Atlanta Hawks. Yep, I, I saw that Because apparently... Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I, I saw that, and I don't know, it just doesn't... I think it's because he's not a good defender, right? And I think their main focus is to have a lot of elite 3 and D players around Trey Young, and John Collins is definitely a good three-point shooter. I think he shot 40% from three last year. Um, not last year, the year before last year, when the Hawks were, like, a top three seed or whatever. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you're sacrificing a lot on the offensive side. On the offensive side, but if they get like really good three and D players in return, that might be worth it. So I don't know. That's that's kind of a tricky situation. So um, I think his main frustration was that there were rumors circulating that how Dejounte Murray could could like John Collins could potentially be on his way to San Antonio for Dejounte Murray. And I think he was kind of frustrated. You heard the reports from Shams that um, there were yeah. reports like before the draft that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like Murray could be on his way to Atlanta for John Collins. I, I think John Collins might have been a little bit frustrated with that because yeah. the the team that he thought he would have stayed with his entire career was just willing to get rid of him just like that. So I think he's frustrated with that. Yeah. I got one more play. Play mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about, and then we're gonna play a little game before we wrap things up here. Okay. Rigo Bill, Rigo Bill, um, we literally know. ended that man's like we like diminished kind of his value a little bit because we saw in the playoff like he can't guard the three and he's, he has a hard time. He's a great shot and rim protector, but he has a hard time guarding the paint and the perimeter. You know, yeah. yeah. So. I think his value is kind of diminished, especially after signing that extension with Utah. Yeah. I don't see any, like, I, I he can definitely add value to a team. Mm-hmm. The Bulls are definitely the number one team that could go after Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I just, it just annoys me because everyone says he's such a great player. He's like an all-star player, but like, okay, Jacob, you tell me. On offensive, offensively, what moves does Rudy Gobert do? Like, what moves does Rudy Gobert has in his bag? Like, can you, like, remember a single, like, play that Rudy Gobert made on offense? Just, 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 he, he, all he can do is just, he can't shoot the three-point. He can't shoot the mid-range. Literally, he just goes in the paint. That's literally about it. Yeah, and he gets the ball from and other like, players, and he just dunks the ball. Like, he's literally a and robot. And teams are able to figure that out because he's so predictable now. Like, because they know he can't shoot. All he can do is go to the paint. And teams are starting to pick up on that. Yep. So, like, he's just becoming too predictable. Exactly. No, 100%. I agree. And on defense, I agree. No, on defense, I'll give him his props, right? He is a really good defender. His rim protection's amazing. He's He's pretty versatile. Elite rim protecting. Agreed. Elite win protection. I'll give that to him. But Even on that. offense, he's he's just a NPC. He's literally an NPC on offense. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Okay. So final thing before we wrap things up here, I got a game we're gonna play. Okay, bet, bet, bet. I got a list of players on my note cards that I'm gonna name, mm-hmm. and you're gonna tell me the where where you think they will end up. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Mm, the Euroleague. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think. I think. Wait. Gonna... Before you go. Before you go. Okay. 
<laughs> I, I honestly think he's gonna stay. I honestly think he's gonna stay with the Lakers. Honestly, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So that brings me up to my next one, Kyrie Irving. So if you think Westbrook is gonna go stay with the Lakers, where's Kyrie gonna go? I I honestly don't have an answer. This dude is just too unpredictable. But if if I if I'm being conservative, um, I think he'll stay with the Nets too. But I don't know. Like outside of the Lakers, if the Lakers aren't if you were to pick, if you were to pick a team that wasn't the Lakers or the Nets, who you say? Okay, not the Lakers, not the Nets. Um, oh Boston. Because I feel like yeah. the he's running it back. I, in I Boston. feel like the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers are a little bit too obvious at this point. So if I were to say anything but the Lakers, Miami. Miami. Okay, sure. I'll take that Miami. Because I feel like, I feel like Kyle Lowry going to the Brooklyn Nets. Because I, I, I obviously assume he would be. It. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin Durant wouldn't hate that because Kyrie Kyle Lowry won the championship. Yep. So. I feel like he wouldn't hate that. So I can see Miami as, as a destination for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Maybe New York. Maybe New York. But it's New York at the end of the day. Yeah, New York, Miami, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. James Harden. Philly. Uh, I've seen too many reports that he loves Philly too much. So, yeah. And he got all the strip clubs. He got all the strip clubs there. So he's chilling. Yeah. We've had too many laughable moments. I'm sorry. Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I think he's going to stay with the Nets. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I 100% agree with that. I don't see him. Not right now, at least. I don't. I can't. DeAndre Ayton. Mm, Honestly, Pistons. That'd be good. Pistons. You think he leaves Phoenix? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I like that. I like that. Jalen Brunson. I mean, it's either Mavs or Knicks, but I think... You can be, you can be honest. You can I, be honest. I, I think um, the Knicks might get him. Like, because they've just done too much, right? They've got his dad. They've cleared up so much cap space. They've, like, they've done everything they can to attract him. So, if they still don't get Brunson, that's going to look bad. But I, I think, honestly, Brunson's going to go to the Knicks. I, I think so. It's... I don't know. I, I think he's going to go. I think he, I think he re-signs with the Mavs just he because re-signs? it's the Knicks. Okay. But you never know. Okay, yeah, I don't know, honestly. We never know. And and again, this is like, you don't have to predict where they're going. What is just like a, where do you think is the best fit scenario for them, you know? Oh, but, okay. and obviously it would be the next. Okay, okay. So, t- consider that as well. Okay, got you, okay. This is a player we did not talk about. I did not know, I did not, I completely f- forgot about this cat. I don't know how we missed out on him. Bradley Beal. Oh, Bradley Beal. I think... Um, we need to discuss this a little bit. Because yeah. rumors like he wants to stay, he doesn't want to stay, he doesn't know what he wants to do. Like, it's it's all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on Bradley Beal? I like, think earlier in the season, I remember he's like, oh, I'm going to stay with the Wizards and all this, blah, blah, blah. But I think the best thing for his career would honestly be leave because... He's approaching, I mean, he's in his prime now, right? And it's like the next three, four years are going to be his like peak, peak years. So I think he should definitely spend time in a contender. But if you were saying like best fit, honestly, like the Spurs, DeJounte Murray and Bradley Beal, um, and the Spurs have... I feel, like the, I feel like the... Yeah. And I feel like the, the Wizards would want 
mm-hmm. DeJounte Murray in that deal, but I don't think the Spurs would do it. Yeah, no, I don't think the Spurs should give DeJounte, but I also think this, uh, the Spurs have other other pieces they can give the Wizards. They can give Lonnie Walker, they can give Keldon Johnson, they can give, like, picks, they can give whoever they drafted this year, which I don't know, but it's probably, like, a pretty good player. Oh, no, they drafted a really good player. He was, like, a, they had a top, they had a lottery pick. They drafted the guy from Baylor. He's, he's like a Draymond Green type player, but he can shoot three, so they can give a bunch of their picks. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just received some news coming out of the floor. Like, uh, the Pistons n- now with the um, now that they got Jalen Duke, we're gonna go back to Bradley Beal, but now that the Pistons drafted Jalen Doran, uh, they might. Not go ahead and pursue DeAndre Ayton. Oh, true. Okay, I didn't think of that. So if you were to, so if so if we're willing the Pistons out for Ayton, mm-hmm. I mean the, I see the Hornets. I could see the him going to uh, Charlotte. Yeah. I like. Uh, I don't see like Chicago for him because I don't think Nikola Vucevic yeah. is the type of player. That they were hoping for. Yeah. So, Chicago, Charlotte, Chicago. So I can, I see, I can see we signing with the Suns, but like, we didn't think so. Sorry, I just got that report that he might back. You're the Pistons might back off. You're good. Yeah, I think, I think then honestly he'll stay with the Suns, and I think the Suns are a good fit for him to be honest. Okay, so going. So, sorry to cut you off. Going up, back off to Bradley Beal, some fits. Kendrick Perkins said that, the, I mean, I doubt this will happen, and it probably least likely won't happen, because just based off our money situation. But Bradley Beal would be a, I feel like would be a good fit for the Mavs. If you were to think about it like this, if, if um, okay, let's say if Bradley Beal really wanted to leave the Wizards, mm-hmm. Brunson is an easy sign-and-trade you could give away. Yep, you could is. also give away, like, a Mac. A Maxi Kleber or Tim Hardaway Jr. Like you can make the money work, mm-hmm. and I feel like Luca and Beal. Oh my gosh, that would be like Luca's dream. That would be really good. If you, but I think they'd be really. I mean, on paper, if you have Luca, Beal, um, Christian Wood, and then who else would you start? So say you're losing Kleber. Uh, Finney else? Smith. You got Finney Smith, Bullock. So who are, who's playing the five? Powell, right? So you have Finney Smith and Powell. I think out of that starting lineup, the only plus defender is honestly Finney Smith. So I think the Mavs would. Lose. No, I feel like I feel like the starting five would be Luca at running point, Bradley Beal, Bullock, because he he's been playing a little bit of the three this mm-hmm. okay. season. Mm-hmm. Bullock, uh, Pop. I'm not Powell. Finney Smith and Chris and Christian Wood, and then you have Spencer Dinwiddie come off the bench. Is Christian Wood a bit? He, he, Christian Wood plays the five, or he, doesn't he play the four? He's six, I mean, he can. He He's. Can. I don't know. I don't know if he did in Houston, but he can. He's six eleven. Then that makes sense because at least you'd retain two of your three and D guards. Yeah, but I think that would be the best. I honestly think that's the best fit for Bradley Beal. Yeah, in my. Uh, Unbiased opinion. Yeah, no, I think I think that is a good fit too. That is. And plus, you got Dinwiddie coming off the bench, but I have to ask you 
Because mm -hmm. we, we didn't ask this question. Do you think Bradley Beal leaves the Washington Wizards this offseason? Mm. And if so, where do you think he'll go? I think I, I think he does leave. Uh, I think I think he leaves. You said that you cut I out. Think he goes. I don't know too much. Wait, can about... you say? Yeah, sorry, you you didn't hear me. Can you say I, that I... again? You cut out. Yeah, I think he does leave, and I think he goes. <sighs> I don't know. That's tough. Honestly, I think he can fit in. the The thing about Beal is, I think he can fit in in like a lot of different teams. I think he can fit in. With like, I think uh, he can fit anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Honest. So I, I think it's just too hard. Like whoever shows interest has a chance to get him. But I think young teams. You're obviously gonna have Miami. Miami. You're obviously gonna have New York. Yeah, Miami, New York. Milwaukee. No one's talking about Milwaukee. That can be mm, him but, and Giannis. But they already have Chris Middleton. Um, well, that's true. So yeah, and Middleton's basically um, field, but a better defender, but not as good as on, on the offensive end, obviously. But. What would you think of like Denver or Boston? Obviously not Golden State anymore because Clay is back. Mm -hmm. So Denver. what would you think of like Boston yeah. or Dem Denver? I don't think Boston. I think Boston should just run it back. They already have a really good core. Denver. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they already have. Uh, Oh, actually, Jamal Murray and Bradley Beal. Oof, that might be an elite backcourt. But they'll have to give up. You can get they'll have to give Michael up. Michael Porter. They'll have to give up Porter. But think of the and Bones like, think of the trio of yeah. I think like think of the trio of Jokic, Murray, and Beal. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's ice cold. Right there. That's 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 for sure. The Clippers. Like, Conference finals. Oh, clip. No, Clippers already have PG Kawhi. They're basically shooting guards. So I don't think the that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, PG can one point. No, okay, you're right. Yeah, they, they both uh, have Clippers one. Yeah. So, so yeah. wait, what, what was the prediction again? It, it was kind of like too unpredictable. Yeah, that's what I said. But I, I think, um, unless the Wizards add some pieces. Like this offseason, which I don't think anyone wants to go to the Wizards, uh, I think he leaves. I think he leaves for sure. But I don't know where to exactly. What's the best fit for him if he I were think, to leave? I think Spurs. Uh, I honestly think Spurs. I think Dejounte Murray and Beal in a pop system is gonna be tough. Yeah. That that would be pretty deadly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, PJ Tucker. Um. Oh yeah, I did see he's um not shown interest in the Heat. Peter Chuck would just be bouncing around and on contender, so I definitely think he's gonna go to another contender. I think him going to Boston would Loki be really good. I think he fits. I feel like Philly's trying. Hopefully. Go ahead. No, no, I think yeah. You I right. feel like Philly. I heard Philly was trying to go all in on PJ Tucker, and I feel like that would be really nice. Yeah, now that they lost Danny Green, PJ Tucker's basically an upgraded Danny Green, so I think that'd be good. Or yeah, I think any contender. Would love to have Peter Tucker, and he fits in in everywhere. Celtics, uh, Sixers, and then even in the West on like a team like Memphis, right? Like you have like a veteran three and D player on Memphis, that would add a lot of value to off the bench. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Zach Levine. I think he stays with the Bulls. Honestly, I think he's. I think he stays in Chicago. I think, I think so. Yep. Kevon Looney. I think I saw reports that the Warriors are going to do everything possible to retain like Poole and Looney. So I think Looney, especially, 
especially considering how well Looney played and like the amount of did you see how many offensive rebounds he was having against the Celtics like insane so I think they're gonna do it 17 rebounds against us why do you think we sucked like yeah. on the glass yeah I could like so I I, th- I think he stays I think I think I think those both stay uh, Looney and Poole I feel like Looney could go get like cause again Warriors are like in money hell right now. Like yeah. they already want to give four four years a hundred million to like Jordan Poole. But like but like where are they coming up with this money? Like for example, it's like the Los Angeles Rams. Like they just won the Super Bowl last year and for some reason they're finding a way to get all this money signed uh these big time players, you know? So it's like, it's like that. So I believe this might be, this might be a little bit surprised. I could see Kevon Looney going to chase because he only won the championship, right? So I could see him going to chase a bag and go to like not so good of a team, you know? I could see him like maybe the next, may, maybe the Knicks, maybe the Hornets, uh, maybe the uh, Washington Wizards, you know? I could see him doing that and chasing the bag. Cause he only won championships, so I could, I could, I could see him get, getting that money. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, but I just don't think those teams would want Looney as much as he wants to go to them. Because I think the Warriors system just makes Looney look so good. I think if he operates outside of that system, I just don't see what type of value he brings to a team, honestly. Cause um, I mean, he definitely you're, is a you're, plus rebounder, but yeah. like outside of a plus rebounder, the only reason he's so he looks so good on the court is, I think, because of the Warriors system. No knock to Looney. I uh, think and you, cool. yeah. I mean, you've seen players do this, like, before, before, like, for example, Timothy Mods got off, he won a championship with Cleveland, and yeah. then he went to go chase yeah. big money in yeah. um, L.A., and that didn't really work out so well. So exactly. maybe Kevon Looney does just decide to do that after what we've seen in the past yep. because he is a great fit. Yep. And... Golden State system, but I wouldn't be surprised if he decides to leave to go chase big money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What did the a player that's not on this list that I want to talk about? James Wiseman. What did the Warriors do with Wiseman? Oh yeah, I think they keep him. They gotta keep one of the two. I think they keep Wiseman. I think Wiseman is uh, way younger. He's like what five, six years younger. So he def- and he he's he already got yeah he just got drafted. So um. Yeah, no, I think I think you definitely keep Wiseman on that because like the only reason you'd give Wiseman away is to get another star, and they don't need another star. So I think it just makes sense to keep Wiseman, especially if you're looking long term past Curry, past Clay, post Draymond Green era. Um, having a young core of Poole and Wiseman is just really good. Those two players are enough, honestly. If I would be a better man, I believe. Uh... Looney leaves, Wiseman stays, if I had to say. Yep, Sam. I agree. Colin Sexton. I think he leaves. I think he leaves. I think I think he needs his own little, like, young team. I think Darius Garland. I think he'll leave. Yeah. Darius Garland was too good. I like the Indiana Pacers. Pacers with Sexton. If they, if they want to get move on from Brogdon, yeah, and that, I think that would Brogdon be a nice piece. And I think Brogdon would fit well in the Cavs, too. He's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Javel McGee. Um, is he's with the Nuggets, right? No, he's with the Suns. 
always with the Suns. Oh, my bad. Um, so, if you, you lose DeAndre Ayton, you got to keep JaVale McGee. Then, yeah, exactly. I, I agree. But if you keep Ayton, I think I think the Suns should keep McGee regardless because um, I think he's a good backup center. And he's been playing. He played, like, well. Like, he's, he's pretty good. Like He's a good player. Exactly. He's a good He's a good I feel like he played better than Rudy Gobert in the playoffs. Yeah, I honestly feel like he did. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um, but I, I think Aiden does leave though. I think Aiden does leave. So if Aiden leaves, I think they should keep McGee just for to stop the bleeding, you know. So at least they have a sender. So yeah. Miles Bridges. I think he stays. I think he should. I mean, he's isn't he up for a max? But I think he should resign. They already. Have yeah, a, I think he's gonna, yeah, he's they, have a, they have a good young core. Why would he not? Yeah. Kimball Walker. Um, he's so he's what? Uh, they said he's gonna buy out, but you're saying which? Um, I think he should go to a contender. Honestly, him. Oh, I was gonna say the Clippers. No, oh, Clippers. Clippers. Clippers is good. Clippers is good. That that because they don't have to offer him big money, and you get a point with Kawhi and PG. I don't even know who the starting point guard is right now. Uh, no, he uh, Reggie Jackson. He's good. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about him. But no, yeah, but I think the, I think I see the Clippers is good fit. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. Ooh, I think I think D'Lo runs it back. I think he should try again in Minnesota. Yeah. I think I think he I think he gets traded. You think he gets traded? Because there are, I think there, there's already been reports that the Minnesota Timberwolves are looking to move him. Mm-hmm. So, I think he leaves, and if he were to go anywhere. Um. I'm trying to D'Lo. Maybe a uh, to the Jazz, like D'Lo and uh, Mitchell in your backcourt, and then you give Conley to the Timberwolves, and Conley's like a mentor for like Anthony Edwards and these young guards. I heard Rudy go. I heard the Minnesota Timberwolves might be looking into Rudy Gobert as well. Oh damn! So yeah, they could do that. Yeah. That could be really good. John D. Wait. Wait. No. Wait. No. Anthony Edwards. That no, wait. That's fine. Or Anthony Edwards and Con and um, Gobert Conley, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you two: Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. Mm, I think Turner. I think Turner would be really good on the Nuggets to kind of um, neutralize Jokic, right? I, I think to neutralize Jokic's defense, Turner would be really good on Nuggets, and then. Uh, who is who did you say else on uh, Malcolm Brogdon? Malcolm Brogdon. I think yeah, I think I like San Antonio. Yeah, I think I like San Antonio too. I think Brogdon can fit anywhere. He's like he's just good. I like Brogdon. He's good defense. He's a good bench piece. Good exactly. bench piece. Yeah, really good six man type. Oh. Um I think on Any team could use them. Yeah, Heat, Celtics, um even the Nets, honestly, can use him. Like, yeah. Um I don't know. Lakers, Lakers, <gasps> Lakers! Please get Malcolm Brogdon, please. John Collins. Um. John Collins. Um, he can shoot. John Collins, I think. Uh, I honestly, I think he should stay with Atlanta, cause I think just his lob threat, how good of a lob threat he is, it's like. He basically, like, if you take away John Collins, you're taking away half of Trey Young's value because half of Trey Young's assists are John Collins' lobs, right? So, oh wait, wait a minute! I didn't even. Th- how did I not think about this? 
Uh, John. So John Collin wants to leave, and the Hawks might be looking to trade Capella. What if they did like a A-N type deal to Atlanta for Ooh. like maybe an Eva, Eva John Collins or Clint Capella? I I think for Capella, I'd be worth that makes it. sense. I think that makes Ca- that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think for Capella, it's worth, but I think they should keep Don Collins because they need. Yeah. Because if you have Capella and Aiton, your four and five both can't shoot, so that's like. A... And uh, and I honestly like the duo of Aiton and, and Young. Young. Yeah. So, I, I, Atlanta's another team. Yep, I see that. We we said Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna say. Ben Simmons, Brooklyn. I, I believe, even yeah, though might do rumors. Yeah. Uh, the final player I'm gonna give you before we wrap things up, Rudy Gobert. Do you think he stays with the Jazz, or does he leave? I think he moves to France and quits basketball because he's not good. I'm joking. I'm joking. My bad. No, one of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna get the, the, the one of these NBA players on the show, and <laughs> you're not gonna know, and just I'm, I'm just gonna have them surprised in, unexpectedly while you're talking trash on them. It'll be oh so funny. Well, one of these days, one of these days, that would be funny. Yeah, no one. I I won't be there for that show. I'm gonna just leave as soon as I hear like Rudy Gobert's voice. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, um, I was joking. Nah, but for real, um. I think Gobert to, um, honestly, maybe the Nets to help their defense a lot and their interior rim protection. I, I think they have they can give away Claxton, Drummond, and um, some picks to the Jazz. And I think the Jazz would be... I like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the I Nets. like that. So, mm-hmm. you've got... Does Donovan Mitchell leave? No, I, I, think, I think Mitchell stays. I think Mitchell stays. Mitchell stays. He, he should okay, be, so... Yeah, I think he stays. Teams for Gobert, you got Chicago, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte, oh, Charlotte, Atlanta, maybe. Mm-hmm. Did I say Chicago? Yeah, you said yeah. Chicago. Minnesota, you know. Oh, Minnesota. Me- Memphis, maybe. Oh, Memphis, that'd be good, Loki, yeah. So, I think, I think Gobert leaves. I don't. All right, final yeah. thoughts before we wrap things up here on Jacoba Talk. You got any final words? Um, you want you want to give out give out some shout outs? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Shout out to Hamza for not being here because he was supposed to be on here. Um, shout out to. Um... Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, it's not working. Ah, uh, there we go, there we go. Too. Uh, then, I don't know. I wish we had like. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you're good. But shout out to I don't know, like my friend. Shout out to shout out to to the NBA because. And all the NBA players, cause y'all keep us like entertained. And I low key miss the NBA, cause like summer is boring without NBA. Shout out. It's gonna be long. Shout out to you, summer. Jacob. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Shout out to Jacob Otak. Yeah, that's it. No problem. Do you wanna plug like sh- social? I'll put your socials down below. But yeah, but yeah. Again, follow me on uh, Instagram, Vidu underscore uh, Unial. That's like the only social I really use. And Twitter, same. Vidu underscore Nyal and everything else I don't really use no more. So yeah. Well, Vadon, thank you for being on Jacoba Talk. Round of applause. Appreciate it. The 40th episode of Jacoba Talk. I gotta say, this is honestly one of my favorite episodes we've done. Oh, yeah, congrats on 40 episodes. Congrats on 40. That's that's what's up. That's dope. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, With that, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be the end of Jacoba Talk. If you haven't already, go follow the Go follow the podcast on Spotify. We'll post notifications on so you don't miss a single episode. Mm-hmm. Go follow my Instagrams at JacobDelagaza underscore 14. And the Jacoba Talk Instagram account at Jacoba Talk. And go, also go follow my Twitter. I'll put my Twitter down below if you want to see some, some of my tweets. Let's just say that. But with that being said, thank you guys so much for, the, for all your love and support. And we'll be back next time. Take care. Yes, sir.